I've recited before you from chapter 24, verse 65. Allah Almighty says, Hearken ye, meaning listen. To Allah belongs whatsoever is in the heavens and the earth. He does know in what condition you are. And on the day when they will be returned unto Him, He will inform them of what they did. And Allah knows everything full well. I would like to start today with a hadith. It is that it was narrated by Hazrat Ubadah radiallahu that he says, We pledge to the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to hear and obey, both in times of ease and hardship, when we felt energetic and when we felt tired. This is the first portion of this hadith. The reason this is significant is that you can see in this verse that I recited before you, Allah says, hearken ye, listen, hear. It is a commandment that we see often followed by obey. It is first hear and then obey. As we were studying in Jamia, we came across this hear and obey and one of our professors had mentioned to us that here this is not one commandment of obeying. This is two separate commandments that is given to each one of us. The first is that we are commanded to listen, to hear, and to find out what the Khalifa has to say. And the second is, once you have heard it, then you must obey. So the first commandment is to make the effort to listen, and the second commandment is to obey. Now with regards to this, as you can see, if I were to tell you that our Khalifa walks in this room right now and asks you all to stand up, each and every one of us would stand up. And if you are a servant or a slave, it's very easy to obey your master if you only hear him once a year, right? If he only walks in the room and then you listen to him, but when your master is gone, you do whatever you want to do. This commandment is so clear for us in this day and age that we have to make an effort to listen to our master, listen to our Khalifa, listen to what he is saying now and today, and this week, and this month, and this year. If we just listen to him the times that he comes to America, for the time that you are actually standing in the room in front of him, otherwise you don't listen to him, then you are not fulfilling the first commandment, which is to hear. It is very easy to stand on duty for security and spend weeks standing next to the Khalifa. But once he is gone, if you do not make the effort to further listen to what he has to say, then you have not done your due diligence of listening to the Khalifa, of hearing what he has to say. You know, there are people who are literally assigned, who jot down everything the Khalifa says. He says something, anything, they write it down. Because it's a source of guidance for us. And our Khalifa has so much love for us, especially the youth here, or the youngsters, or those who are you know, of age, that in this recent national ishtama of United Kingdom, our beloved Khalifa stood up and he spoke in English. Knowing that the majority of the audience, even though, as you can see in the audience, the visual, 
was very clear they were all Pakistani born or Indian or Desi or they could speak Urdu for the most part. And yet he understood that their medium of communication was English. And so his whole entire speech was in English. While his speech to others was not the same way. He has gone further to help convey these words to the youth, to all of us. So that it is easier for you to fulfill this commandment of hearing. Some of you may be aware, I have went to other jamaats and they unfortunately were not even aware of the name Abid Khan. Anybody know who Abid Khan Sahib is? Alright, we have a few more names, a few more hands coming up. Abid Khan Sahib is a press secretary of our beloved Khalifa. And he works in the international press and media department. But what is unique about him is that when they went in, I believe, 2013 to Australia, there he had written some personal accounts in his own personal diary and had shared it with Hazur. And Hazur loved it so much that he has made it an ongoing periodical now, an ongoing magazine almost, or, or, or writing material. So every time that there's an event or a program, Abid Khan Sahib is there as his press secretary. But he's also jotting down the experiences that people have, their impressions, how they feel. And he would jot them down and he compiles this diary and he submits it to our Khalifa and our Khalifa actually reviews it. And then it gets published. If you go to pressahmadiyah.com, they're all there. Now why is this important? Why am I telling this? Because our beloved Khalifa is trying to open every avenue possible for us to hear. Because we have to know what he's saying now. If we don't, then again, we're just obeying old commands. We're obeying things that already exist. We have to know what he wants us to do today. What he wants us to do now. This week. So, one of the stories that is mentioned in this diary, which is all very beneficial to us, but there are a lot of stories. All of us have various phones. Some of us have an iPhone. Some of us have Android. And there's an ongoing debate. What is better, Android or iPhone, right? Is it Samsung or is it iPhone? Is it Pixel or is it iPhone? Whatever it is. But there's an ongoing debate. But many, many years ago, the S6 Samsung had come out. And somebody was holding it and showing it to somebody. He had just gotten a brand new one. And our beloved Khalifa saw it from a distance and walked up and said, what is this? And he says, oh, this is uh, you know, the new latest Samsung S6. And he's introducing it, showing the different features. And Hazur says, you know, iPhone is much better. Because it's much easier to use. Now the debate was over, right? No more discussion. And the reality is, even if you were to use an iPhone today, you know, even an Android user can admit to this fact, it is easier to use. There's no doubt about that. And look at how our Khalifa realized this and understood it anew. And again, this is a small snippet of a story and it was shared all over the world. It was a little snippet, they were sharing it on WhatsApp. And most of us didn't know where it came from. It came from Abid Khan Sahib's diary. Another story. He says, one day in front of Fazl Mosque, he was walking, and behind him was his wife, and behind him were his kids, and they were just walking. So a few days later, he goes to meet beloved Khalifa, and the Khalifa says, hey, are you a Molvi? And he says, oh, no, no, I'm not a Molvi, why? He said, I saw you outside, and you're walking ahead of your wife like you are some kind of Molvi. 
So he says, I didn't mean to do that. It was nothing intentional. He said, when you walk, you should walk alongside your wife. Do not behave like a mulvi. So Abid Khan Sab says very you know, amusingly, he says, you know, there's two things I learned that day. One is that I should always show respect and our wife should walk next to us. And he says, the second thing I learned that day, you never know who's watching from Fazl Mosque. It could be the Khalifa himself. So you have to be very careful. So again, these are true small treasures that were mentioned there. And many of our, even you know, recently I shared it, and one of our New Yorkers messaged me back. He says, go to page 42, and you'll see my name is there. And Alhamdulillah, he had the opportunity of sharing his story with Abid Khan Saab, and it's there in the, in the book, in the diary. So again, this is one way for us to get it. It comes out every two, three months. So those of us who can, and again, it's all in English. It is for you to read. It is for you to digest. And when you start reading it, it's like a storybook. You get through one story, the next story, next story, and you want to just keep reading. 70 pages later, you finally finished, and you don't realize how quickly the time goes by. The second thing Hazur had come up with, again, a way for us to hear, is that there used to be a magazine at the time of the Promised Messiah called Al-Hakam. And at that time, Hazrat Yaqub Ali Irfani, a very devout, pioneer, Sahabi, companion. He was the editor. And he used to get all kinds of very rare material. Things that were unexpected, and he used to publish them there. Things that Prophet Messiah would say in his discourses, in his durus, or in his sermons, or interviews, or ask people. Very rare information was there in that magazine. But the magazine could not continue. Over the years, it ceased to exist. So when it came time to relaunch it, Again, it was originally in Urdu, and it was originally a print material. But when it came time to relaunch it, our beloved Khalifa said, no. Now it's going to be in English, and it's going to be an app. The people were blown away. An app, Hazur? Say, yeah, make it into an app. And then Hazur officially launched this app called Al-Hakam. A-L space H-A-K-A-M. And every Friday on the dot, right after Friday's sermon, there's a new article, usually very, very interesting, very rare, it gets published. Again, in English. So try to download the app yourself and encourage your kids to do the same so that they can also stay connected to their Khalifa. Sometimes there are visuals, there are audios, there's all kinds of different small things there, but mainly it's in written form. Again, it's also helpful. From this, we find all kinds of interesting articles. One that I've shared recently with, in one of our dars, in which our beloved Khalifa is highlighted from the perspective of being just a father. What it means to be a father. And one story I remember I, I shared with you, and you can all recall as well, is that for the 16 or 17 years that our Khalifa lived in Fazl Mosque, it is reported that as a father, he used to call his son every morning to wake him up for Fajr. Now remember, his son is not a young boy. He's a grown man, has his own family. And yet, he did the, the, the full rights of his, as a father. He fulfilled those rights by every morning waking up his son, sending, giving him a call. This shows us where we stand. Again, very small story, very important. And we would have missed it if we had not made the effort to hear. 
The third and final way that I want to encourage you as well today is that on YouTube, every Friday, there's a small 10-minute video clip that gets published. Many of us see it on our group chats, we may even ignore it. But it is so critical. Again, it was designed for us. Because we are busy and we always want to watch something very short, five, 10 minutes, and we want to move on, it's called This Week with Hazur. It is one of the most uh, iconic videos that I watch regularly every week, and many of you may experience the same thing. And it's basically the whole entire week, whatever Hazur experienced. In some cases, he's sitting in his office having an interview, and you're sitting there with him, as if you were standing there or sitting there. And there are other instances where he's going somewhere, he's visiting something, and the cameras are right next to him, closer than if you were here and he was in the same country. So it's a very close contact with our beloved Khalifa. And the last minute and a half is always a summary of the Friday sermon. So what I encourage is that as families, we sit together, turn it on. It's only 10 minutes long. Turn it on the TV, have everybody sit down. It's not going to kill anybody for 10 minutes. I'm sure they're watching hours and hours of other nonsensical you know, clips. So for 10 minutes, try to make an effort to make it a family time. It's published every Friday. Maybe pick a Saturday night. It's going to be this week with Azur night, in which you're able to sit together and watch it. So again, I'm mentioning all of this because as you recall in the hadith I just quoted to you, it very clearly says that we pledged to the Holy Prophet Muhammad to hear and obey, both in times of ease. So if we're having good times, we have to hear and obey. And in times of hardship. Both when we felt energetic, when you had that spiritual boost, and when we felt tired, when we felt very low in our spirituality. So let's remember this, that the Sahaba used to always make an effort. It's when the, when the Holy Prophet Muhammad declared that alcohol is now haram. The announcement was going outside. And kids were walking around saying it's haram. And people were just throwing it away. Without thinking twice. Because once they heard it, they would show obedience. Today we are lucky to have the technological advancements to be able to hear literally every single thing that our Khalifa says. As it is being said. So please make that effort. May Allah help us to do that. Ameen. Allahumma salli ala Muhammadin. Wa ala ali Muhammadin. Wa barik wa sallim. Inna ka hamidu majid.